0: Hi, this is Natalie Lander, voice of Kinsey, Tara Branford, Stargirl, and many others. You are listening to a W2Mnet podcast. You can visit W2Mnet.com for other podcasts about entertainment, video games, sports, and wrestling. Returning from hiatus, it's League to the Backs, or whatever. As usual, I am your host, the one, the only, the Andesian, Brian Espinosa, and joined with me, as always, the one, the only, the DSDO of the network, my wonderful executive producer, Mr. Eric Squid Sportshead Watkins. Good evening, sir. How you doing?
1: I'm doing okay. It actually feels weird being a disembodied voice again. I don't get to do that too uh, often.
0: Yeah, no, we definitely went on a good bit of a break there, unfortunately. Well, um... Life gets in the way. Well, yes,
1: but I'm just going to say, and we mentioned this a little bit beforehand... I'm going to have to enjoy my disembodiment on this show for as long as I can. It might be coming to an end in the next month, month and a half. Oh. um, Friend, uh, another uh, attempted disembodied voice hooked me up with a particular tutoring student. As part of the latest tutoring session said student and I had a little bit of a deal. So I might be wearing some special attire specifically for League to the max or whatever.
0: Oh, no. Yeah.
1: Did you lose a
0: bet? Because this sounds like you lost a bet. I didn't lose a bet.
1: I actually got myself some particular merch on
0: top of my standard fee for the session. So you have League merch now is what I'm hearing.
1: Yeah, I'll, I'll explain more of the particulars. And then once the shirt arrives,
0: yeah, you will get to see it. <laughs> this will be interesting, to say the least. Anyways, uh, do th- uh, where where are we? <laughs> yes, we're live on Twitch, Twitter, YouTube, Facebook. Oh, wait a minute. There's no YouTube. Thanks, Mark. First, oh, well, I mean, we were never really
1: live on YouTube, a whole bunch to begin with. We'll have to worry about in that July. And apparently
0: now Twitch is having issues. Oh, no. I'm going to, I'm going to, can I blame it on Radulich? Because I feel like this is a blame it on Radulich sort of thing. I don't know, because one minute it's working, one minute it's not. I, I I'm going to do some investigating. That sounds like a good idea. Because, you know, we're sitting here talking about, you know, being live on YouTube, and normally we do our our specials, like, you know, the international events, live on YouTube. Yes. Um, And we have MSI coming up. Yes. uh, Which is going to be uh, on May 10th through May 29th. I take that back. You can blame Radulich. Yeah. Wait a minute. Is Radulich responsible for Twitch as well?
1: Yes. Yes. Did we
0: get banned off Twitch?
1: No, he's currently live on Twitch. What the hell? <laughs> we have a schedule.
0: Oh, okay. I, I all right, all right. I I uh, I, I may have uh, accidentally not put League to the max back on the schedule, so that's partly my fault. Um, I'll take some. I'll take some ownership on that one. Um. Okay, so we're only live on Facebook and Twitter. Yes. Uh, Why don't you tell the people? You know what? Why don't you do this plug? Because that's your job anyways. (laughs) Oh, now it's my job. Well, it's
1: always been your job. To to, to the fine folks who happen to be watching us on Facebook, facebook facebook.com slash W2M Network and twitter.com slash W2M Network. We always thank you very much, and for whenever we can, when ratelich is not doing something, which is going to be odd, because I'm pretty sure this is either specifically wrestling with him or another episode of the Indie Siders, I can't quite tell, but that is available on twitch.tv slash w2mnet. However, if um, you prefer... It's actually TV party tonight. Okay, but I saw with the title and everything in the Indy Siders with Mark Radulich and Harry Broadhurst, who is never oh. usually seen on these podcasts, but will be seen on others with us. Yes, that is under the TV party tonight umbrella.
0: I was going to say, uh, according to the net, the internal network schedule, um, it's either... The the last of WrestleMania or it's TV Party Tonight.
1: Yes, it's TV Party Tonight. And again, the Indie Siders is part of the TV Party Tonight umbrella.
0: I got clarification on this myself. Shout out to the wonderful fine folks at uh Radulich and Broadcasting, a part of the W2M Network here. Um who create lots and lots of wonderful content for us and uh, occasionally uh, get us banned off of YouTube. Well, I mean, at least at this point, all we can do is just not
1: live stream, which is his own issues. But for those of you who don't have to worry about live streams and who take their podcasts orally anyways, we're on a plethora of different podcast streaming platforms. Maybe I'll explain more of them
0: on at the end of the show. As my... Uh command hook falls off my desk the, the, the adhesive on these things is just crap man
1: did you just say
0: adhesive yes adhesive that's not what that sounded like you need to get your head out of the gutter. This is the one, like, semi-family show, okay? It's
1: not even my head was in the gutter. It sounded like you didn't pronounce the H. Sweet Jeebus. Besides, after everything we talked about on Point of Viewer on
0: Sunday... You mean last night?
1: Yes, that, which the uh, in the archive Which does not feel like last night, by the way. Well, obviously, no, all things considered, but that will be up in the archives by tomorrow morning.
0: Ah, fuck it. Fix it later.
1: But yes, I'm fine now, for the most part.
0: Excellent, because I'm not. Okay, well. Now I am.
1: Well, that's good. You can go back (laughs) and we can get into the show properly while I eat my strawberry cream pie. What? what <laughs> staring and looking into the camera. I'm just enjoying the, the, the strawberry and cream pie from McDonald's. I got two of them. <laughs> <laughs> I am eating a
0: strawberry cream pie. You got to admit that was that was that was well comedically <laughs> done, though. Yes, it was. Which, since you're eating a strawberry pie, I have a key lime pie already in progress. Yes, because eating on air is a W two M network exclusive. Um, but I'm gonna have dinner first. Um, yeah, so we got a lot to talk about that happened in the, you know, three weeks that we were gone. Um, we mentioned MSI a few moments ago. Uh, we're going to go ahead. Yeah, I want to go ahead and talk about that. Get that out of the way. Um, because yeah, MSI, uh, the information has finally been confirmed by Riot. Um, they have confirmed that MSI will be held in South Korea, um, which we did briefly speak on earlier. There was rumors it was going to be in South Korea. Now it's confirmed it's in South Korea. Uh, it's the country's first time hosting an MSI, actually. Uh, and this will be the first international event in South Korea since 2018. Um, there were rumors about a potential cancellation because of COVID. Um, but Riot has not only confirmed that it's happening, they have also confirmed that there will this will be the first international event with a live audience since Worlds
1: 2019.
0: Ooh! Uh, and the venue that has been selected is BEXCO, which is, stands for Busan's Exhibition and Convention Center in Busan, South Korea. Um, The format will remain the same as it has uh, in previous years. There's going to be a group stage, a rumble stage, and a knockout stage. Um, And unfortunately, we have learned recently, uh, due to the ongoing state of affairs in the world, um, which, if you can't read between the lines on that one, the War in Ukraine... The LCL will not be participating in the event. Um, Riot can't catch a break, unfortunately. Um they've been trying their damnedest to have a international event and you know, have league back to normal and everybody is there and nope. You know, COVID restrictions finally get re- li- uh, lifted and Vietnam can participate again. And now it's Turkey. Well, actually, the LCL isn't just Turkey, but um, the LCL is the League of uh, Common Independent States or the Commonwealth of Independent States, which is that particular region of the world, which does include Ukraine. Um, Basically, all the countries that
1: used to be the soviet union because it was the commonwealth of independent states after the soviet union officially broke up in the early to mid 90s since then that specific region as further countries gained independence you had a more not nationalist in the sense that we know today but more national pride as far as identity with the individual countries especially with the post breakup of yugoslavia but i'll explain more in depth on that on another show you definitely know your world geography. I try. I watch a lot of international news. Finance, I was going to say Germany you are definitely you are <laughs> definitely
0: a learned man of the world, just from sports alone. <laughs> um, but basically, as far as tournament implications goes, this means that one of the four groups will just have one less team. They're not going to try to completely restructure the tournament because of this. Thank fuck for that. Um, The first phase of the tournament is going to be held from May 10th to the 15th. Top four teams from the 27th through 29th will qualify for the playoffs, which is a best-of-five format. Um, A statement from the, the Busan mayor said that Busan is the mecca of esports, and that it has hosted some of the most important esports tournaments in the world. The city of Busan has joined forces with the gaming industry to create export professionals, as well as a dedicated arena, the Brina, Busan Esports Arena. Uh, take the time to visit Busan City during MSI 2022 as we look forward to welcoming you in person. Hmm. I can see how
1: they could go ahead and balance the tournament. Because as it stands, the group stage is a double round robin within the group. So you're going to have 12 matches per group. And, you know, each team will play six. However, with a triangular group instead of a quadrangular you could still have the 12 matches and just have it as more of a round robin. I mean, It'll they, they some unique scheduling, but it could work.
0: I could see that, but they're not going to mess with this format too much. Again, MSI, there's some world seating implications, if I remember correctly, but... Well, yeah. and MSI, is thinking... a, a, MSI is not a MSI is not as prestigious as a tournament as Worlds is, even though we only have two international tournaments a year. I get that, like I said. Which hmm. makes me question the logic of you only get two chances internationally to play people a year. Why don't mm-hmm. you treat them both equally and seriously? Exactly, and that's why I say Riot could curry a little bit
1: more goodwill towards the community at large, if they do attempt that balancing that I suggested. And Riot, if you decide to do that, you're welcome.
0: You can uh, direct all inquiries of uh, possible employment offers to at the Andesian on Twitter.
1: <laughs>
0: um, we may not be able to be bought, but we damn sure can be rented if you pay us enough money great. And uh, that does include employment. I would love to work for riot games. Are you kidding me? it's like a dream job, especially if I could work in the eSports division. Imagine me an on-air talent or a producer or something like that for eSports. Hell, I'll I'll take being a voiceover announcer, right? I mean, they they could use a continuity announcer. Yeah, cool. But yeah, that's the details on MSI. Of course, us here at League to the Max or whatever, uh, we'll endeavor to bring you as much coverage as we possibly can about all things MSI as it happens. Uh, again, follow me on Twitter at the Andesian. That's your uh, that'll be your best source for uh, live breaking up to the minute news on MSI and standings. Speaking of standings, uh, we had some interesting standings happen uh, at the end of uh, spring split in most regions. Um, in North America, The LCS, it should be no surprise to anybody that Team Liquid finished in first place with an overall record of 14 and 4. Cloud Nine came in at 13 and 5. 100 Thieves, showing off that they are not just a hoodie org, (laughs) Uh, came in in third at 12 and 6. And Evil Geniuses, excuse me, are 10 and 9. And that's your, your top four. Uh, notably, TSM did try to wager some sort of miracle comeback spree. Um, and they ended up finishing in ninth place. Um, I don't know what the head-to-head determination was to to, to separate them from dead last. Uh, but they, they did tie with Immortals Progressive. Uh, with 5 and 13. Please hold. I can see. Uh, da, da, okay, the tiebreaker was
1: head-to-head.
0: And I believe and, they beat Immortals, which was one of their very few wins. So that makes sense.
1: Yep, they beat them twice. So that's why they got the head-to-head. And technically, with Evil Geniuses, they were 9 and 9. Having to go through a three way four or three way fourth place tiebreaker playoff.
0: Yeah, it again, things got interesting in the LCS. Um, we're in the middle of playoffs right now. I'll be getting to that in a few moments here. Um, of course, now I find the fucking article that I was looking for with the information about the LCL. Um, Yes, they uh, Riot Rush's official eSports account um, announced that uh, they are canceling the remainder of the spring split. Uh, and because of the uh, because they canceled the remainder of the spring split, they could not in good faith, pick a team to send to uh, MSI because of how few games they had. Uh, in the region
1: I mean all things considered I can definitely see that I
0: can see that <clears throat> um it is kind of unfortunate because the Lcl has been making like extra efforts um they did actually start an english language broadcast of Ah, uh, the LCL. It was done in conjunction with the Unicorns of Love, which is a well-known Russian team um, that's seen a lot on the international stage, uh, and a website called Gig.me. I I, I know you want to make a joke there to replace some letters and some play. Yeah. The- not even a joke to replace anything. I mean you could work with it as it is semi- family show question mark that's why I'm not saying anything and this is why I say semi family show um but yeah no no l no no lcl at msi very tragic um our our hearts do go out to the people of Ukraine as they continue to, to, to deal with that situation. Speaking of that, um, and this will be the last week we kind of touch on this topic, uh, Riot is donating $5.4 million to humanitarian efforts in Ukraine and Eastern Europe. Uh, and this was uh, directly related uh, to in-game fundraising efforts uh, and skin sales across all Riot titles. Oh. Um, so thanks to the wonderful humanitarian efforts and support from players like you. Yes, I just intentionally sounded like PBS for a moment there. Uh, um, at, least, at least you own it. At least you own it. Uh, yes, thanks to the support of players like you, we were able to raise $5.4 million to continue to keep this air. Wave on the air. I mean, uh, to send to the wonderful <laughs> folks. Did you just... I? Look, I worked... Look, my broadcast experience actually is from a PBS-based television station. Again, not surprised. Um, but, yes, uh, $5.4 million will be going to uh, equally to the International Medical Corps, Doctors Without Borders, and the International Committee of the Red Cross. So, yeah. Uh, with that said... Uh going back to the standings here. Uh, we'll be getting to playoffs in a moment. Um, we had some very interesting developments in Korea. Ooh, boy, hell did we ever? Um, yeah, so T1 defeated Gen three to one in the 2022 LCK Spring Split Grand Finals today. Um, and that was not today. That was actually a couple of days ago. Uh, today just sounded cooler. Um, so playoffs in Korea are done. T1 won it, uh, and they are the first team confirmed for MSI internationally. Um, but in more important news, T1 is on like record setting form as they have finally pulled it off. They have had the perfect split 18 and 0 in the regular season. And keep in mind,
1: not just the fact that they were 18 and 0 in the regular season, doing quick math because you love to have your math done for you. As I mean this is this is this is 100% true as demonstrated on the most recent episode of Point of View as well if you take a look at their individual games regular season and playoffs they are 42 and 8 they're winning games at an 84% clip I'm sorry that's damn
0: impressive for an entire split. That's damn impressive for an for, for anybody anywhere period. Like you just you those you don't get those kind of numbers. No. And I'm telling you you put T1 up against any team internationally right now at, at, at and you turn MSI into a world situation. One hundred percent, T1 is going to walk out the door with with with, Emma, with the MSI win. I don't Easily. see anybody. I don't see anybody that can challenge him. I know MSI gets really freaking weird at times because it's international and people start to pull out like cheese tactics and weird strategies that they wouldn't think to use at home. But I think T1 can answer them and beat them. And especially the fact that both the group stage and the rumbles are a best of one. Exactly. So this is where you're going to see cheese. You're going to see a lot of cheese. Because in those best of one situations, everybody's going to be like, okay, well, we can cheese out with this comp and we can win. And that's how we advance. And they don't worry about the seriousness until you get to the best of threes and the best of fives. But I think <clears> T <throat> one, I think T one's got some tricks up their own sleeve. Exactly. We don't discuss the t-, t one cheese now, do we? No, it's existent. But yeah, no, this team cannot be stopped, and this is definitely the most dominant LCK split ever. Um, if I remember correctly, nobody has ever pulled the 18-0 and 0, uh, in, because I know we talked about this before, but I, I'm pretty sure if I remember correctly, nobody's pulled the 18-0 and 0 in LCK history before.
1: I know you had mentioned teams that gotten close, like the closest was 2015.
0: Uh, that sounds about right.
1: I'm going to double check something.
0: Uh, yeah, twelve and two in 2015 by the GE Tigers, and then you had SK Telecom
1: D1 seventeen and one in summer split. With that damn stepladder. I always hate step ladders.
0: Uh, I I mean, yeah, the, these things happen. But yeah, no, they finally did it. It's finally happened. That is an it is a perfect split. This is a team that is literally firing on every cylinder, absolutely perfectly, with 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 dead center timing. Like, you can't throw this team off if you tried. <clears throat> Just straight up, you cannot throw this team off if you tried. Um I- I don't know what to say here other than the fact that, yeah, these are, this is a top-tier team, top-tier players. The changes they made in the offseason clearly working. Um, I don't know what else to say there. Everybody else, just watch out. Sit back and take
1: notes. Ah, I see what you did
0: there. Like straight up, sit back and take notes because that's, I mean, that's, that's all that can be done here right now. Um, So that's what's happening internationally, uh, at least of note. Um, Speaking of T1 though, they had a great finish to the spring split. But horrible news coming out of the organization um, from yesterday, actually. Um, Faker, Zeus, owner, and Kyria all tested positive for COVID-19. Oh! And one of the coaches, Moment, also tested positive as well. Well, damn. Uh The players will be stuck in quarantine until April 9th uh, because of government guidelines. Um, Fortunately, they get about a month of rest for MSI. um, So they should be well and over it by then. Um, LCK just... COVID ran rampant in Korea this split. Um, I mean uh Frederick Brion had to actually forfeit a match mm-hmm. against Gen G in week nine because they could not field a team. They they had no substitutes, no nothing uh available. They actually had to full on surrender because of that, you know, that's that's what the rules state. Uh in regular circumstances they could have rescheduled, but because playoffs were so soon, um They didn't. uh, According to LCK rules, you can't reschedule a match if it can't be resumed the Thursday before playoffs. Um, And that's because they don't want any team to have to play back to back matches or double headers. Yep. Uh, And they couldn't move the playoffs because of the Asian games and international competition schedules. Uh, so they had, uh, absolutely zero chance or a uh, zero opportunity to, uh, avoid the surrender in this case, um, which almost, uh, cost them. Um, they still managed to make it into the Ross or they still managed to make it into the playoffs because LCK, it's top six teams go to the playoffs Um, They actually did take down Damwon Kia. They seem to be the kryptonite for Damwon Kia. Um, Other than, you know, T1, of course. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, no, that's, like I said, it's uh, COVID running wild. Not in a good way. So, uh our our, th- our thoughts uh with with the T1 team, you know, hope they hopefully everybody feels better soon. Uh no no lasting impact or anything like that. Uh get some rest, drink some soup, eat some soup. Feel better.
1: Of course, naturally. Best wishes on a speedy recovery.
0: Um now speaking of COVID, um we're we're, you know, Segueing a little bit here um the lck did uh, actually change some rules uh shortly before this announcement um because of Freddie brian uh, is what i'm believing um the lck changed the guidelines surrounding participation uh including players who've tested positive for COVID 19 um players were allowed to request to play the playoffs remotely if they had tested positive for COVID-19 rather than having to be replaced by substitutes. Um, But upon request, the teams can still uh, put their substitutes in. So if the player says that they're feeling good enough to play like one game in a best of three, they can let them, they'll let them play the one game remotely. Um but yeah, because of the the large cases of, of COVID amongst LCK teams, um, the LCK talked with uh, started talking with teams at the end of February to figure out um, how to make this possible but still fair uh, from all the teams involved. um lck finals also uh speaking of covid one of the very first to have a live audience for finals it seems pretty much everybody is uh having a, a live audience for their summer or sorry for the spring finals um lck spring finals were hosted at the historic kintex which seats a total of seven thousand spectators um But yeah, that was that was something that we saw for uh, spring playoffs. We'll see if that policy remains in place going into summer, um, and we may possibly see if Riot adopts something similar for MSI and/or Worlds. I could see them doing it. I mean, they you know twenty twenty Worlds was entirely remote and virtual, so. 2021 was just the players on they were on stage but i mean 2020 fully virtual i don't see why they can't do it right
1: mm-hmm.
0: so um so that's covid news in the league um we're kind of all over the place because there's a lot to, to a lot to go through, right? It, it's um, a hodgepodge. for yeah. this Week. Um, like I said, uh, speaking of uh, spring finals in front of live audiences, the LEC again, uh, LEC also confirmed that they are going to have a live audience. Um, they're opening their doors for a limited number of fans. Uh, we don't know what that l- number limit is. Uh, but they did say that they are going to uh, open up uh, limitations. Uh, COVID restrictions in Germany have significantly been eased in the past few months. Um, but Riot is going to limit the number of attendees and fans. Uh, to, And they will be required to adhere to regulations in the venue. Uh, masks will be required. Um, they're finals weekend just wrapped actually um and rogue won the uh season or the split in europe uh they beat fanatic 3-2 uh fanatics uh, despite what we said you know over the offseason they they seem to be uh garnering some success, you know, re-rallying the team behind upset, which, again, it's a, that was a fucked-up situation, but if it's working for them, that's great. I still can't, in good faith, support Fnatic until they, you know, give full transparency as to what the hell happened. Yeah, and I really still don't see that coming. Uh, yeah, no, me neither. Me neither. Um. But, uh, yeah, Rogue will be uh, moving to MSI. So that'll be the uh, European representative. Uh, And speaking of the LEC, we uh, do have more uh, COVID news, unfortunately. Um, If you hadn't noticed uh, on broadcast, uh, Daniel Dracos tested positive for COVID back on March 21st. Um, so he missed broadcast for a week, which was right when they started playoffs on the 25th. Um, so that is again, unfortunate. Um, a few weeks back, right before we went on hiatus, uh, Cadrell also got COVID-19, um, it's re it's surging very heavily in league right now yeah well i mean like do i don't think- i i'm not and i don't understand I, it's weird is i don't understand why it seems like globally COVID is like either uh, remaining steady or trending downward um, but I'm in- I'm, go- I'm
1: going to have to put an asterisk about that because in a lot of these different hotspots not just throughout western europe but throughout southeast asia and what some would know as the pacific rim in general especially in places like south korea covid has actually gone up on a spike it could be because of the very new subvariants of omicron there's been a lot of reports about that just like you have a lot of reports about spikes here in certain parts of the country here in the United States, like the Northeast, for example, as it's been detected in wastewater systems. So, this is just has further evidence that we're not out of the news yet. Didn't mean to cut you off, but I'm like, I can explain. But yeah, so I have a feeling that not only are we not going to be out of the woods for this, at least through the end of this year, going through MSI summer split in worlds especially with the different restrictions mandates and now calls for an additional booster shot from the likes of Moderna and quite down the road Pfizer, we're probably going to be dealing with this maybe into next season as well.
0: Ugh. I mean, I, it's, it must be some sort of like mutated virus, mutated variant of the virus or something. Cause yeah, the, all of these teams have been super careful. Yeah, and they, they... we really haven't seen major outbreaks of the virus in professional League of Legends scene until now.
1: Well, that's because again, and you hit it right on the head, the mutation with the newly the three newly discovered subvariants of the Omicron variant, the second one, which those of you who choose to follow the news, why I am discussing BA2, that is the subvariant that has caused these outbreaks as it has become the dominant strain because of its extra high level of transmissibility because of the different changes of spike proteins and the like. I keep referring back to the original ports in Iceland to where there were, upon initial discovery, 40 different variants. We're not done, as unfortunate as that is. Again, I study these things.
0: Well, I know you do, and I know why <laughs> you do because of certain situations. Yep. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Speaking of situations, I'm going to need you to stall for a minute.
1: (laughs) But yes, so hopefully this is just... I'm not even going to say a blip, but with this uptick, now that you have with this level of transmissibility, there's probably going to be further tweaks, and it should be of a less effect going into Summer Split after MSI, but... If I'm Riot, I begin to have some sort of contingency plans for Worlds in a few months' time.
0: Oh no, I agree. Contingency plan does need to be there. If viral viral infection rates in the LEC and the LCK are any indication of what we could possibly see... Uh, continuing throughout the rest of the, the throughout the remainder of 2022. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A plan needs to be developed. Even if it's like, you know, the absolute worst case scenario, you know, doomsday type plan. Somebody at Riot's got to start thinking of one for sure. And I almost would go to, I would almost uh, be willing to say it would be irresponsible of them not to. Hmm. <sighs> um, but that is our news for Europe as I'm continuing to look through here to make sure that I don't, I didn't miss any. Oh no, sorry. That isn't all of our news for Europe. Uh, we do have one last uh, bit of news for Europe. Um, caps, um, in his series during Misfits, uh, a couple weeks back, um, has officially, and by a couple weeks back, I mean like yesterday, um, officially has hit his 1500, 1500th kill. Blah, 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 blah. I promise I can talk. His 15th to try some dental (sighs) adhesives. His 15th hundredth kill and his 2000th assist of his LEC career. Uh, During his match against Misfits, Caps collected 13 kills and 23 assists to hit the mark uh, when G2 rocked their opponents in the most lopsided series victory of the LEC playoffs so far. Which I mean, he's not wrong. Mm-mm. That was a very lopsided game. Um, so congratulations to Caps. That's always those always are good. To those are those
1: big milestones like that.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say those are. It's like hitting a hundred first-class centuries in cricket.
1: For those of you who are video listeners right now, or video watchers and audio listeners, you're lucky you cannot see the look of bewildered amazement on my face. For someone who, and who didn't even... Wow. I... I...
0: I'm stunned. I'm impressed. I'm, does, the, does, yes. does the disembodied voice need to him embody himself for a moment so we can see this look of shock and awe and bewilderment? Oh, well, I mean, it's going to be a bit
1: dark because of the current state of my room, but that that, that please hold. I, I, I just have to it, it, adjust a couple settings here. Um... Huh? <gasps> yeah! <laughs> yeah! Yeah. Yeah.
0: Technical sum, bitch.
1: <laughs> I was expecting you to do that. Oh, you're the one who set me up for it.
0: Um, that, however, will wrap up all of our news <laughs> in Europe. Um, moving on elsewhere... Um, we have news from, we have news from China, from the uh, LPL, and then we will talk about Asian news in general, um, because I did mention this thing called the Asian games a little while ago. Yes. Um, but news from the LPL. LPL. Um Do you want the shocking news or the why am i not surprised news? Give me the why am i not surprised news cuz i need to recover from my last
1: shock just game.
0: <laughs> uh the why am i not surprised news. Uh Billy Billy Gaming has revealed, yes that is their name. Uh, has revealed through social media that, f- like, infamous, legendary, famous AD carry Jian Uzi Zehao, will be taking a break from, pl- from pro play due to synergy issues within the League of Legends team. Okay. Um, Uzi is, like, a legendary great. He's on the likes of, like, faker double lift level. Um, he made a resounding return to uh, professional play uh, at the start of the spring season. Um, he had been gone for a while. Uh, he left in 2020 due to health concerns uh, at the end of the spring split. Uh, he streamed for a while. Uh, he even started a Wild drift esports team, which is basically League of Legends mobile. Okay. Um but uh the organization announced on March 24th that uh he is going to be taking another break from professional play due to synergistic issues. Um they they discussed the decision with Uzi both parties came to a mutual agreement. Uh a timeline for the break has not been stated. Um But it does mean that they are likely to use Doggo in the LPL Spring Split, which I believe is currently underway. Uh, And it appears that Billy Billy Gaming got eliminated by Top Esports. Um... But, yeah, they, they had some synergy issues throughout the split. Uh, they had a strong start to the season, but uh, teams caught up to the super team's natural mechanical ability uh, and basically draft diff. Um, so, again, kind of a why am I not surprised um Split didn't go his way. He's kind of I think maybe he's realizing I'm not as good as I once was, but I'm as good once as I ever was. And I'm sure there's probably at least one listener out there that got that reference. I would hope so. <laughs> did you get that reference because
1: you I don't think you did. No, I did not. So that's why I'm just I, I, I... Sounds um,
0: very lyrical it is. Thought so. Um are you familiar with Toby Keith? Yes, unfortunately. Um he has a song called As Good As I Once Was. Uh and in the uh, in the in the chorus it's uh I ain't as good as I once was, but I'm as good once as I ever was. Gotcha. Okay. And I think that's kind of what happened, uh, what's happening here with Uzi, right? Um, He realizes that he, I I think he's realizing he's not at the same level of legendary performance that he used to be at and that he can bring it out once, like on a one-off situation, but not, I don't think he can sustain it for an entire split. Right. Right. Uh, so we'll we'll have to see what happens with Uzi uh, moving forward. Um, however, um, for the shocker news, reigning champions, Edward Gaming. Fell in round two of the LPL spring split playoffs today which was not today but I'm kind of reading an article here so <laughs> uh, they which was actually a couple days ago it was over the, it was uh, last weekend not this past weekend but the one before that um they fell in round 2 of the LPL Spring Split playoffs to Weibo Gaming in a 3-1 series and, um and keep in mind the defending champs and it was
1: a crazily tight league they were 10 and 6 which was the seven seed
0: yeah adg just overall this entire split really have not been performing like they performed at worlds last year um then again with all of the chaos that was at worlds last year I don't want to like say I don't want to call it a fluke but you almost kind of want to begin to question whether or not this was a fluke that they won. Mhm. Um but Yeah, no, it was uh <laughs> it, it was not pretty. Uh it was it was long and drawn out. Um but overall Weibo Gaming took it. Um, they got eliminated in the third round uh, in a three-two uh, with JD Gaming uh, coming out on top there. Uh, so JD Gaming is going to be playing top esports, and that'll decide who wins. Um. No. 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 Am I wrong. Yes. I don't know how the LPL structures its tournament. They're, 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 they have nineteen fucking teams in their regular league for crying out loud.
1: Number one, they have seventeen teams.
0: Okay, I was close. I know it so was So they
1: high they have they have a on. single they have a single round robin. Remember how I said how I hate stepladders. It's a stepladder. Seven plays ten and eight plays nine in the first round. The 8-9 winner plays the 5. That winner plays the 4. That winner plays the top seed in the fourth round. On the other half of the bracket, the 7-10, winner plays the 6. Winner plays the 3. That winner plays the 2 seed in the fourth round. Now your fourth round winners go on to the semifinals. Your losers drop to the losers bracket. And then you have your semifinal winner and losers bracket, and then you have your finals. So as it stands now, Top Esports will play Victory 5 in the fourth round, whereas JD Gaming will play RNG in the other fourth round series.
0: Either way, EDG, the rating world champions, are out. The people that beat them are out, too. Yes.
1: EDG, for their credit, had a better game differential, but not that much. As Weibo Gaming finished on bottom on a four-way tie at 11-5 by uh, their rules. In LPL, it was game differential and then head-to-head. Toppy Sports and Weibo Gaming both finished at a plus seven differential, putting them in the five and six. Weibo got the sixth based on that head-to-head tiebreaker.
0: Again, this is why I hate stepladders. Yeah, no, I forgot that they were stepladder. LPL is weird. They don't conform to the norm that everybody else has. Shocker. Um, I think this is the first, this will be the first MSI or second, maybe second, without the defending champions because this knockout definitely causes them to not qualify for MSI. Nope. Um, Really up in the air now, international standings, I'm telling you. Um, I, I think T1 is the dominant team. I thought T1 was the dominant team last year. Um, I think it should have been T1 and C9 in the finals, and I'm kind of sad that we didn't get that. And I say that as a former C9 fanboy now. Um I still think objectively C9 was definitely one of the stronger teams there at the tournament. Even if they got off to a very very rocky start. Uh but yeah, no. Um The Shy just like ran wild all over Edward Gaming. Uh but you you mentioned Victory 5. Mm -hmm. um three of their players made the all pro the lpl all pro team uh and their mid laner rookie has been named the mvp of the 2022 lpl spring split um the first all pro team for the lpl is victory fives rich uh jdg's kanavi victory fives rookie victory fives fotik and RNG's Ming. So basically, you're covered from your top three
1: teams. Naturally, the number one seed in Victory 5, who finished at 14-2, and it's three of the five players. Somehow that makes perfect sense.
0: Yeah, uh, the second All-Pro team was uh, Weibo's The Shy, Victory Five's Karsa, RNG's Xiaohu, LNG's Light, BLG's Crisp. Uh, And the third all-pro team was TES's Wayward, LNG's Tarzan, EDG's Scout, EDG's Viper, and JDG's Missing.
1: So, yeah, all from uh, all of your top eight teams. So, top
0: half of the league. Um and the rookie of the split was top esports Wayward, which is on the third all pro team. So, speaking of all pro teams, um, moving on to LCS news because that's all we had for China, um, until they finish up their their playoff run. Um, the LCS first team, all pro, uh, team is C9 summit blabber or and, and blabber, uh, uh, team liquids, Birgson, Hansama, Sama and support just the top two teams. Um, yeah, only two of those blaber and summit coming
1: away. Blaber player blabber with two of them coming away with player of the week honors. Some of the only um, one to win twice.
0: Yeah, and fun fact, this split is the 11th time in Bergson's career that he's been named to an LCS all-pro team. Uh and Han Sama has been named to his fourth consecutive all-pro team if you include his time in the LEC. Uh, and Core JJ, despite the fact that he had the visa issues at the very beginning of the split and only played 11 games, um, you know, despite missing three of the first four weeks of the split, uh, was also voted on to the team. Um, he has played seven splits in the LCS now, and he's been given first team All Pro honors six times. Uh, the league's second all pro team uh, was FlyQuest Midlaners to quil. I'm I I know I'm butchering that, but that's French and it's hard to pronounce. To queel To to Uh, uh C Dines 80 carry berserker. Um Hundred Thieves, uh, top laner someday, and support, and Liquid's jungler Santorin. Um, the third top or the third all pro team was mostly Liquid, uh, top laner Bwipo, uh C Nine, uh, Fudge, and Hundred Thieves is closer and FBI, uh, and then support. Or Sorry, uh, da, 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 da. I'm reading this wrong, aren't I?
1: I have a feeling you are. You want to take a mulligan and try again. Okay, you're staring intently. That's a good
0: sign. Here we go. Okay, third team all pro was Team Liquid's Whippo. Hundred Thieves is closer and FBI. C9's Fudge and in e- Evil Geniuses Vulcan. There you go. Let me guess. You found this information before I did, didn't you? Yes, as a matter of fact, I did. <laughs> you cheeky little fuck.
1: Never underestimate my cheekiness when it counts. And you and I have had discussions about cheekiness.
0: Yes, yes, we have. Um, We don't know who is going to get the coaching uh, coach of the split, or I should say coaching staff of the split, uh, or the MVP of the split. Uh, They won't announce that. They won't announce the MVP um, until the end of playoffs, which we're currently in the middle of. Uh, And coaching staff of the split will be announced this coming weekend. So... uh, C9 and Team Liquid definitely running away with the uh, all-pro team nominations, though.
1: Yeah, which makes the playoffs even that more interesting given what's already transpired.
0: Um... Speaking of North American playoffs, uh, we're already a week in. Um, the pre- the playoff bracket. Uh, let me see if I can do this and we can get this on screen here. Not the...
1: the, the, the. Well, I mean, some of this which we can already kind of discuss.
0: Oh yeah, again Some of these have already played, but um, yeah. You want to go to the other one? Oh, okay, that'll work. Yeah. Uh, so Team Liquid and Evil Geniuses will play, or they did play uh, this past weekend, uh, and so did C Nine and Hundred Thieves. Um. You'll have the loser of match two play against Golden Guardians, uh, which we'll get to in a moment. Uh, and then the loser of match one will play versus FlyQuest. Uh, and uh, both of those games happen this weekend. Um, we did get, again, the first week of uh, playoff action here. Uh, so um, Team Liquid beat Evil Geniuses 3 2. Uh, and hundred thieves three would cloud nine yes you heard me correctly they three would cloud nine um the drafting in that game from what I have seen <coughs> hmm. excuse me i'm allergic to to bad drafting <laughs> Uh, no, that's exactly what happened. It's apparently it came down to just really bad drafting and really bad coaching on the side of cloud nine there. Um, a lot of fans are kind of saying, Hey, if cloud nine loses the playoffs, um, this is, this is the LS curse. No, no pressure. Golden guardians, no pressure whatsoever. Um, yeah. So, Liquid and Hunter Thieves will advance to the upper bracket. They will play each other um, in two weeks' time. Um, next week, however, again, we have Golden Guardians versus Cloud 9 and Evil Geniuses versus FlyQuest. Cloud uh, 9, Golden Guardians Saturday, Evil Geniuses FlyQuest Sunday. And I'm kind of tuning in for the Cloud9 game because I'm very interested to see how that plays out.
1: Hopefully they'll uh, be able to go on and hunt for some Easter eggs.
0: Again, Cloud9 loses this and you can't. There's no way that the narrative isn't You know, Cloud9 lost the playoffs because they fired LS, the drafting genius. I mean, there's no way that that isn't the case. And that isn't the narrative if if Cloud9 were to lose. Because we're already seeing that as part of the narrative. And like they say down under... Going
1: so well in the regular season, only to bow out in straight sets in the playoffs. That's
0: always what they're going to remember. Mm-hmm. It's They had such a great season, even after they fired L.S. And then when it came time for actual serious League of Legends to be played, they shit the bed. It almost, it almost, it almost is worth saying I ain't as good as I once was, but I'm as good once as I ever was. Because it almost kind of fits the bill. Does. Um, So that's, that's, you know, there's, there's that um again speaking of and uh, speaking of playoffs playoffs we kind of have to go back and talk about tsm a little bit right mm-hmm. um you know we did say you know pretty good chance tsm ain't gonna make it to the playoffs lo and behold they they didn't do it um 18 splits in a row they made it to the playoffs and it ended Um the loss against Hundred Thieves is what put them out of contention back on March 25th. They held on and they just didn't hold on long enough. Yeah, they they tried. They really tried. Um their previous worst worst performance uh was spring in 2016. The team finished with an even 500, a 9 and 9 record and Barely made it in as the sixth seed. Um, and despite a very relatively weak performance, uh, they came they made up for it in the playoffs actually, and they were only one game away from winning the split. Um, thankfully, they undid the rule that they had last year. Uh, where spring split records do not carry over into the summer split. Ooh, um, that's a they reason. they they undid that rule. Thank goodness. Uh, so they will go into the summer split with a clean, fresh slate. Being able to put a five and thirteen behind them. Yeah. Um. We can't talk about TSM though if we don't talk about Peter Zhang, the former TSM coach. Um back on March 18th, uh I believe we have a Twitter, a tweet here, uh, that we can get up on screen. Give me just a moment. Okay, as you go check the tweet. Email Twitter, Twitter tweeting. Ephemeral, ephemeral, fleeting, fleeting. It's time to check the tweets. And the emails.
1: See, I set you up perfectly for that one. Now I also have to make sure I've got something right on my end, which I... Currently, don't as of yet, but I will. Okay.
0: What? So, yeah. Um, we were recently made aware of very serious allegations of conflict of interest and unethical practices against League of Legends coach Peter Zhang. After an initial investigation, we have terminated him effective immediately. We are working with external legal counsel to complete a full investigation. Somebody own gets sued. Uh, yeah. Uh interesting tweet, which you can see on your screen there, uh in the replies from the new N A LCS Commissioner. Uh, while this is extremely disappointing and it's easy to kick an org while they're down, last week I met with the TSM folks, uh Callus Dominic, who is the VP of esports there at TSM, uh, and uh the VP of operations, Walter. Uh, and they are dedicated to turning the team around. Please support the players and staff as best you can in this difficult time. Um, yeah, this is kind of huge, right? It's very um, huge. So that same Jackie Felling uh, went to a Reddit thread uh, that said that Zhang's departure had nothing to do with match fixing, emphasizing that it was an internal TSM affair. uh, And this is not a matter of competitive, competitive integrity involving betting in any capacity. Uh, As you remember, we did see a pretty large wave of competitive integrity bans go out uh, Mm -hmm. for match fixing and match betting. Uh, very early on in the split, mostly from uh, Pacific te- Asia Pacific teams. Um, uh, in a response on Discord, uh, Peter posted that he will write a post later about the situation. But thanks for the journey, and please continue some supporting TSM. Uh, he did and, and admits that I did some mistake, quote. And Uh-oh. I guess it's bigger enough I got immediate released. Um, so he's basically saying I done fucked up, a eh, eh, Ron? Yeah. Um, Zhang spent the past four years as part of TSM developing talent in both its academy and LCS rosters. Uh, before that, he previously worked with Team Liquid and Echo Fox at the very start of his career in the LCS. Um, it's unclear what the allegations are right now, uh, although I believe we do have a little bit of an update on this in a second here. Um, but it appears that the TSM League team will presumably remain under the leadership of head coach Chowi. Um So, yeah, Uh, TSM in some hot shit at the moment. Um, Peter did end up making a twit longer post, which I will uh, get on the screen here in just a moment, um, to explain his side of the story. Uh, He did that about six days later. Um. But it appears he was fired due to alleged financial irregularities Whoa. Um, that reportedly included him asking to borrow money from players on TSM's roster. Uh, and these include allegations from former TSM double lift, which we'll be getting into in a moment as well, of looking to borrow... Uh, $70,000 to pay for his grandmother's cancer treatment. On top of that, he was accused of selling former TSM supports uh, Sword Art's $80,000 car for him and keeping the money.
1: Oh, jeepers.
0: Uh, Zhang apparently turned to asking for players in the organization for money to pay back his debt to Sword Art, which the former support threatened to make public if Zhang didn't pay him back uh zhang apologizes in this twit longer post that you see on on screen here um which we'll we'll try to read in a moment um beyond reportedly asking for money from tsm players to pay for family affairs uh zhang was accused of taking money from prospective players to ensure they would have a spot on tsm's roster um he denies these accusations um saying that he had offered spots on TSM's roster if players allowed Zang to represent them as their de facto agent uh, and said that he had no business-related ties to any of the agents for TSM's Mandarin-speaking players that the organization acquired during the last two years. Um he also claims in that same tweet longer, which we'll read in a moment that TSM barred him from being a part of the negotiation processes during the player acquisition focused portion of the 2021 off season. Um, Yeah, yeah. Apparently, yeah. at the end of the day, it all comes down to money.
1: Well, as I always say about following money trails.
0: Um, double lifts uh, a statement. Um, he gave his two cents on a recent Twitch stream, which there is a VOD of. Um and he says quote he got multiple players, multiple players on TSM to send him anywhere between 12k and 25k. and then that same day those players, before that wire transfer went through, those players canceled it and saved their money. Uh, double lifted explained to him that he himself was also asked for money by Zhang, which was supposed to cover the coach's grandparents' cancer treatment. He asked me to borrow seventy thousand dollars. He said his grandma had cancer and she's dying in the hospital. Doublelift said uh, that he uh, Zhang told him that he needs to pay the hospital bill, which is $70,000 and he doesn't have the money yet, but he will have the money by the end of the month. Um, Doublelift had also added that after Zang's initial request, he asked other people if the former TSM coach had contacted him as well. Uh, and without naming any names, this guy literally asked everyone for money, and the story was different every single time. double uh, Doublelift doesn't, uh, does not have the full details about the situation. He's heard some worrying rumors. Uh, he says, quote, I've heard some really wild shit about Peter Zhang, like he donates a shit ton of money to girl streamers on Weibo, uh, which is the Chinese version of Twitter. Uh, he goes on Chinese streaming sites and finds attractive girls, streamers, and donates stupid amounts of money. Uh, claims Double Lift. Time
1: and place. Time and place. Have a bunch. Even I don't go that far.
0: Have a throwaway, first of all. Well, I mean, obviously. Second of all, don't let... If you're going to do something that dumb, be smart enough to make sure that the money doesn't... The money trail doesn't come back to you. And don't even... Not that I'm advocating this shit, but like... I'm All I'm advocating is, my
1: God, would you be at least reasonable? It's like with gambling. Don't go with that with more than you can afford to lose.
0: Hashtag bet on Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Twenty-one means twenty-one. God damn it! Obey all local gambling laws.
1: Yes, again, if you
0: have... again. Please gamble
1: responsibly. Emphasis on the responsibly. And if you have a problem, get help. Symptom can only take you, but so far in the wrong direction. I swear it'll, it'll so it just, it won't never we
0: we TSM loses Bergson and we see the luster fall off the pit the coat of paint and the car is exposed for all of the whole rust holes that it truly has
1: it looks as good as a new caddy but it's a damn Fort Pinto in disguise.
0: It's a brand-new Ford Pinto! Years (laughs) later, they'll still be recalling the Pinto. It's the Ford Pinto, and it can't be yours if the price is right. (laughs) (laughs) What, you set me up for a bad TV price is right reference? I, I,
1: I wasn't expecting it, but very well done.
0: Very well done. I'm sorry, it's one of my favorite mad TV skits <laughs> of all time. It really is. Um yeah, I, I'm reading this twit longer here, and Jesus Christ, man. No wonder TSM's falling to shit. You got a toxic owner, you got a toxic yep. coach running around asking everybody for money. No wonder everybody from all the way up from high-level players. Or, sorry, from uh, from players to high-level, you know, positions in, in the org are leaving.
1: I mean, and, and especially with something like this, I have so many separate series of thoughts. I mean, hell. It, I don't know. I guess to me the weirdest thing is, out of all of this, he's not even getting anything out of it with spending all that money it's just just it's unfathomable even for a guy like me i i i i really don't understand certain things and if you want we can at least delve into the twit longer which jesus i this is not even a twit longer this is like Twitter's new feature, the review newsletter magazine thing that you can put out. At least it's well organized and in different sections, though. Gets into his side of the story, then an apology, then he goes into a few paragraphs explaining his feelings, and a TLDR to wrap things up at the end.
0: i hate to say it right i really hate to say it but between the shit that happened in the off season between the shit that's going on right now riot seriously needs to fucking like pull some sort of like contract rule something out of their ass right now walk in and do a full internal audit of tsm and it can't and it's not going to be riot it needs to be riot needs to hire a completely independent audit agency Mm -hmm. to do it on riot's behalf with Mm -hmm. like people from riot like like riot's legal counsel or whatever who does understand how the game works to assist as needed Because these are not game issues. These are organizational structure issues. If this were the
1: NCAA, we are talking pretty much, and we've mentioned this on previous episodes lack of institutional control.
0: Yeah, this is nothing, this has nothing to do with how the game is played at this point. No. Which is why you don't need, which is why an independent audit agency would actually be able to do this Mm -hmm. with minimal help from, from somebody neutral in riot. Agreed. Completely agreed. But yeah, no, I'm sorry. I, I I don't, I don't hate bash on TSM. I'm not a fan of them. I never really have been. The only time I was a fan of TSM was when they had double lift on their team. And that's, because I'm a fan of double lift the player, not whatever team he's on, in all honesty. Mm-hmm. But no, if and this is where I think Riot has a chance to establish credibility for themselves, especially for the, the esport, like the people that run their esports, right? Mm-hmm. If this were any other major organized competitive sport. And feel free to agree or disagree with me here on this. But if this were any other major competitive sport, 100%, the, the, the governing body would be stepping in and saying, no, we're sending in our own internal audit investigation. You've had too much major shit and major controversy come up just in this season alone or this half of the season alone. No, we're we're auditing you and if we find something wrong, you're either going to get fined out the ass or if it's egregious enough, we're just going to strip you of your place within the organization and you're going to be forced to sell. I mean, the NBA with Donald Sterling,
1: you had a couple of other owners who were forced to sell. You can look at the National Football League with the ongoing situation with the now Washington Commanders and Dan Snyder, who is now barred from having any day-to-day operations within the team or representing the league. So you have really the right idea. This There is some precedent in other organized sports.
0: I mean... We've said it before. There's, there's precedent in Riot as well. Yep. We had the whole Rick Fox thing and Echo Fox.
1: Mm-hmm. He's actually hosting a podcast right now. Like, right this very second right now or just in general? In general, the companion podcast to the new HBO series, Winning time, the rise of the Lakers dynasty.
0: I heard he got involved with that. Yeah, I have yet to hear the podcast, but it's a great show. I, I I'm, I'm again, I'm sad at the fact that uh, he had to step away from esports, or that he decided to step away from esports, but. I'm also in the the same boat or conviction that if, you know, I had received that treatment that I had gotten, yeah, I'd probably walk away from esports for good too. Yep. But he's, he was such a great guy and he was definitely a face that esports needed. And it's like, you know, I'm, I'm sad that this happened. I, I really am sad that this happened, but um, I mean, Riot has exercised some some very broad sweeping authority in the past. I think they got to do it again here. You can't just continue to let this go because it's a, because a, a, a TSM, I don't think you can say is as prestigious of an org as they used to be, right? Mm-hmm. They're not winning. They don't really truly have any big name talent to them anymore. The, the, the as you would say in like anime or movies, the plot armor is gone. Yep. The, the the plot armor is 100% gone on this team. So, it's it's kind of baffling that we haven't seen riot, you know, step in, make a statement saying okay, we're investigating this or okay, this is these are the sanctions we're we're putting down. Um I think at the very least if these allegations even come out to be halfway true, um, and if what Doublelift is saying publicly will confirm it, um I haven't seen Sword Art say anything to confirm or deny this yet. Um but if this is indeed true, then Peter will definitely no longer work in League of Legends. Not There's at just all- no way. Nor should he. Yeah, exactly. I'm I'm trying to see if uh, Sword Art ends up saying anything. Um, I'm trying to see if I can find Sword Art's Twitter. So many. There's so many personalities out there in Twitter land and you know players and stuff that I can't fi- I can't follow everybody. Um well I found his Twitter. The last time he tweeted, however, was October 26th. Woo. Good little while. Yeah, he doesn't tweet, apparently. Yeah, he really doesn't tweet. A majority of his tweets are just retweets from the TSM account. Yeah, straight up. This is, uh, yeah, he does not tweet at all. So, I don't know. We'll see. Now, obviously this is kind of a recent development i feel like we'll end up hearing more about this um in the off se- in the quote unquote off season either way if it's true and there's got to be some sensibility or shred of truth to this because of the fact that tsm thought it would there was enough truthfulness to that to be actionable enough to fire him, right? But I'm like I don't know. It's it, it, if it's true, it's despicable and I don't like it. No. Um, and no. if this is
1: true, you can only imagine other things that could eventually be discovered.
0: Oh, yeah. No, that's, the entire situation is fucked up. Um, apparently, uh, Peter on the twit longer uh, says that the part of the article that doesn't make sense to him is where it said that he was acting as a player agent and taking their money while getting him a spot on TSM um apparently zang claims that he never sabotaged uh scouting for his personal benefit honestly i don't know if i can buy that given the state of affairs that tsm is in currently um TSM obviously had a bad split. Given the fact that there's allegations that Peter took money in order to guarantee from players to guarantee them on it, to guarantee them a spot on the roster. When you combine that with their performance, definitely looks very sus. Um... He claims that the, the the guys that are on the team, he didn't know if they had agents. He wasn't involved with their negotiations, but as he explained in the twit longer, yeah, that's, that's what I just said. <laughs> um, I don't know. Like I said, it's this definitely feels like a complicated situation. I I feel like there is possibly depending on how this goes this could end up criminal like this very easily could end up criminal especially the amounts of money that we're talking about Mm -hmm. and especially if what sword art, if this whole him selling sword arts car and keeping the money thing is true that's it's $70,000. That's grand theft. Yeah. And that's
1: just for one incident. One. Yeah. Between that 70 grand, 80 grand, you're talking at least two or
0: three. You're he could be looking at multiple felonies if this gets referred for criminal prosecution or investigation. Yeah. Oh
1: lord, yes, and especially in a place like China where that is no joke.
0: Oh no, 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 this would be California. Oh god, that's even worse. Yeah. No, this would be the state of California.
1: Well, I mean even for something like I this, mean it's not-
0: possible he it's possible he could face international charges in China as well. And this is what um, I'm saying
1: because I don't know if like we've, even if all of these happen in California and all of this um maybe some sort of joint investigation with Interpol I don't know I don't necessarily. Oh no there's
0: a, there's a, there's a possibility that this you know if it if it gains enough traction this could become an Interpol and like this could go federal and become an Interpol investigation like I could see the FBI taking this as an investigation um for interstate fraud because it, because at this point, I don't think it at this point, I don't think it's like, if any, if what we're hearing is true, you're looking not only at grand theft charges, which are felonies, um, depending on what sword art says and how much of that is true. Right. If mm-hmm. he took the car Without Sword Art's consent and sold it. Yep. You're looking at Grand Theft Auto and Grand yep. Theft of the Money. Yep. Which are both felonies. So, um, dead top you're probably dead. also looking at um, uh, an enhancement of Grand Theft with the intent to defraud. Which is even more severe of a penalty um or illegally or illegal possession of an instrument with intent to defraud um that's something that they usually use like say for example if you rent a car and mm-hmm. you don't return the car on time and you don't pay to extend the rental yeah sometimes they'll like You know, instead of it being grand theft, what they arrest you on, you'll get arrested and they'll charge you with something like um, illegal possession of stolen property with intent to defraud or illegal acquisition of property with intent to defraud or something, something along those lines. Depends on the state. Um, California is pretty strict on fraud and theft laws, though. And on top of the fact, he's dealing with players internationally, like Chinese players. So yes. he could again be op- opening himself to fraud or theft charges, or possibly even coercion charges, um in China, which <laughs> that would be problems in and of itself, because you're talking about a country, communist countries. You know, legal system that's like they use that's the, a complicated
1: matter in and of itself. I mean the fact that when you describe a country that can use disappear as a verb, just take yeah. that into mind. So not only are you talking dead time in federal prison,
0: deportation, and worse. Yeah, no, he could be forced to spend time in a U.S. federal prison. And then after that time is done, he's immediately deported to China, where he could face that worse that you just spoke of. Yep. Like, yeah, no, it's... It, the situation doesn't look good for him, and he really better hope and pray that whoever he's in, in deep on money with... Doesn't decide to pull the nuclear option and say, Well, you know what? F you, I'm going to the cops. To quote a
1: line in one of my favorite movies of all time, Rogue Trader, get yourself a good lawyer.
0: Yeah, at this point, that would be my recommendation to him to get good legal counsel, both here and abroad. Mm hmm. because yeah especially if riot really does come down which they again they should and say okay internal audit and they find out in the audit that that Peter saying did commit a criminal infraction and they turn over the results of that audit investigation to either local or federal authorities Yeah, no, it's not a good situation. Now, I'm not saying that any of this will happen, right? I'm, you know, I'm the kind of guy I look at a situation and, okay, what's the worst possible outcome here so that I can be prepared for it? hmm And yeah, that is definitely the worst possible outcome here right now is he ends up facing criminal charges for this activity. And if he took money from the organization, which I believe in his position, it may have been possible for him to do. Now you've got embezzlement, too. (sighs) Which, yeah, the feds love a good embezzlement case. Nice, good, high-profile embezzlement case. Let's discredit eSports because esports is not understand not understood or accepted still.
1: Yeah, so not only could this possibly I don't want to go back and say like this is the nuclear option and like everything that hand that happened with the 21 scandal in game shows back in the 50s and 60s. But This could be something maybe akin to that. Esports in the US doesn't die, but it takes a good decade potentially to really come back. Not to mention he's facing like himself double-digit, maybe longer, years in prison under a worst-case
0: scenario. Oh, yeah. Um if it really goes to nuclear worst case option I definitely do see some sort of bill passing through the house and the senate um granting protections to esports players very similarly to how you know regular sports players are allowed to unionize and oh yeah and all that sort of stuff Like, I definitely see some sort of governmental regulation possibly happening a la the game show scandals. Gubernatorial. Yeah, if it isn't national, it's definitely gubernatorial, for sure. Well, no, gubernatorial
1: instead of governmental. That's the proper word. Oh.
0: Sorry, I'm in one of
1: these moods
0: today. Okay? Yeah, I can see that. And, <laughs> and I and I know I'm kind of like feeding into it with some of this <laughs> what the fuck shit. <laughs> but yeah, no, I feel bad for the guy. But at the same time, I said it before. i say it again. Use some goddamn common fucking sense. Don't be an idiot. Just Adonis is the perfect meme for this. But yeah. And it's funny because um Speaker releases a tweet on the same day that the that the announcement for uh uh peter zhang came out i'll let you get it up on screen here there you go okay and let me go and reshare
1: not the button i wanted to push (laughs)
0: Every day, a TSM is a banger.
1: (laughs) I mean, not wrong at all. At all.
0: I mean, give me a moment here,
1: <laughs> as I see you coming up with some more goodness.
0: To uh, to quote another popular meme of the day, uh, Kowalski analysis on that tweet, please.
1: Ah, uh, but a boo
0: or Kowalski—that's what I meant to say.
1: Yeah, Kowalski. Analysis. (laughs) Banger.
0: (laughs) (sighs) Yep. Nope. It's again. TSM is, is, is in a free fall Is in an uncontrolled free fall dive right now. I want to make a joke so bad, but I'm not going to. They are not in an uncontrolled free fall dive landing in between someone's legs.
1: That wasn't the joke I was going to make.
0: Okay, now I'm curious. What the hell is the joke you were going to make?
1: They're in an uncontrolled free fall dive worse than that plane that crashed in China.
0: (laughs) Oof. Now you see why I wasn't going to make that joke. Oof. But oh, no. Look, look, look. We saved the too lowbrow for lowbrow point of viewer jokes for the whatever segment of League to the Max or whatever. <laughs> At least I got you laughing tonight. Yeah, that's the truth. Oh, oh Lord. All right, so... Uh, <laughs> So we talked about TSM. Let's talk more about TSM. Why don't we? <laughs> this is where you say, oh, no.
1: I mean, I'm already sensing that there's something coming, and I was kind of waiting for you to have a signature Ron
0: Popeel moment right there. So. Oh, oh, no, 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 no. If you ordered now, not only are we going to include Scandals are Us, the Peter Zang story of how he conned TSM out of $70,000. Okay, that was pretty close to a Michael Larson reference.
1: That was pretty close to a Michael Larson reference. Um, But wait, there's more. Oh, Jesus.
0: <laughs> Double lift, his last professional team, not being TSM, thank God. It was Team Liquid. Um, wants to play in the LCS again. Well, I, I, um, Double uh, up this.
1: coming out of retirement. Uh, I, 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 do I seriously feel I somehow, I want to blame you for this. Cause you talked about this, some sort of manifestation. I, no, ingest- I said it.
0: I did. I said it like way back in the offseason. I said with Beergsson coming out of retirement, Doublelift will follow suit because T because Beergsson is going to beat Doublelift's records and Doublelift won't stand for it. <laughs> and that is exactly what has happened. And I quote, I do have that urge to compete. As far as, as do, I think st- I still think I can. That's, that is a direct quote, so don't blame me for the bad English. I think Bjergsen had the best take possible. When he came back, he told his team, guys, I've been out of it for a year. I'm not going to be that good, but I promise that I can get really good. I just need the time. I really think that is the right mindset during any return. makes sense if i said right now i could come back and stomp lcs adc's easy i'm fucking delusional (laughs) you need a lot of time to go back and develop your skills so can i still compete yeah but there's an asterisk there
1: oh boy oh boy (laughs)
0: The real question is what team can he play on of the top four LCS teams, cloud nine and liquid boast import 80 carries in berserker and Hansama. Both have been just absolutely unstoppable, right? Uh, standouts in the line, standouts in their teams, irreplaceable in their lineups, just flat out. Um, FBI is 100 Thieves is, is AD Carry. He's he's fantastic. He's equally the the key pillar of of 100 Thieves. Um he might be Australian but he has the added bonus of being a resident player. Mm-hmm. So they don't want to get rid of him, right? Evil Geniuses did have an option to pick up double if they had wanted to in the off season. Um they're keeping the faith with their young rookieish ADC Danny um which that decision paid off big time i mean look at them they're in the playoffs right Mm -hmm. um a possible landing spot could be FlyQuest. johnson is a resident player um he's been doing pretty good it's unlikely FlyQuest wants to shake up their roster um which really leaves double lift kind of i don't want to say bottom feeding but They look like his best, uh, his best prospects. Right. And double lift. We all know based on, you know, previous ways that he is, has, has played and has acted double lift. Won't play for a trash team just flat out. Um, And it would and unfortunately, I think that would might that might be his best option to get back into pro play is to bolster a struggling roster like a TSM or an Immortals or um, who else was at the bottom of the freaking.
1: Right now, you don't TSM is just no. Oh, yeah. He won't go back to T.
0: I I mean, yeah, no, we all know he won't go back to TSM. There's no way in hell. Uh... I doubt he goes to Immortals. Immortals are just Immortals went from being a, a a top C a top team to uh just horrible team. In all honesty, well that leaves Dignitas and CLG. I could see him going to Dignitas. Maybe he, you know what? In a true return to form, I could actually see him returning to CLG where he originally started his career.
1: It would be a nice sort of full circle moment. And I mean, they were only three games out
0: of the playoffs
1: here in the spring split.
0: Yeah, no, he, um, yeah, double lift and um, Afro move were, yeah. That, that was definitely a, that was power move. Um, one of the best duos in league history, right? They were together for forever and a day. Um, I could totally see, well, I mean, Afro moves not over there at at CLG anymore, but I could totally see him in a very ironic twist of fate going back to CLG. I really could.
1: I mean, like I said, a good full circle moment. Yeah.
0: So, but yeah, Afro Moo currently over at FlyQuest. So it would be interesting if he joined FlyQuest, right? And they did decide to actually, you know, bench Johnson. And then you get the best bot lane in the West back. Or at least that's what they used to be called. I, uh, I think it would take a little bit of work, but the two of them played together for like years on end. That's almost muscle memory, right? Mm-hmm. Like, think about it. That's that's it. it, it that's that is muscle memory. It may take some time for the muscles to get the memory there, but. Once they realize, hey man, I'm wait, I'll play with Afro move. I know exactly how this guy plays. I know what to expect out of him. I know what to tell him to when I want to engage. When I want to do, you know, X Y Z A B. I almost think if 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 FlyQuest has the if Doublelift is serious and FlyQuest has the option, like an actual serious option, an opportunity to pick him up in summer off-season, do it. Even if he rides as a sub. Like, you know, sit down and tell him. They look, you even said it yourself. You're not as good as you once. God, that's the fucking theme of the show tonight. <laughs> I ain't as good once as I once was, but I'm as good once as I ever was. Shout out to Toby fucking Keith tonight, apparently. Like, Seriously. And I'm, the, I'm not wrong here. And I'm the one full
1: of surprises. Um,
0: no, I, I think, you know, Flyquest sits him down. doubt. It says, look, said you as good once as you ever was. Uh, and you know, it's like, you, you're going to have to ride bench for a while. We'll you know, warm you back up to it little by little. And if you can, if you can outperform Johnson, the spot's yours. That's kind of like a starting quarterback position, right? You're going to have two quarterbacks that share, you know, snaps. And whoever's the better one past a certain point in the season gets the starting job.
1: Yeah. Or like in basketball, if you have someone, you put them on minutes restrictions. Or like in baseball, pitch counts. And then you go and you go. And then through the preseason or through a point in the season, you're like, all right, we're going to turn you loose. Like you said about muscle memory, the muscles have atrophied. It takes time to rebuild them. I don't want to go full on matrix with that one, but yes, it's kind of
0: where I got that from. Can I just say one thing to that statement? Yes. Yes. You technical bastard. <laughs> you technical bastard. Thank you. I was waiting for that, first of all. Uh, I and know you were work. waiting for that. I had to turn my camera back on. <laughs> and, 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 and second of all, no, seriously, you've been like on the point with the technical shit
1: tonight, man. You're welcome. It's what I do. It's how I operate. I mean, if you know the mood that I've been in and if you watch this uh, or listen to the latest episode of Point of View or for this week in particular, when I'm feeling a special certain type of way, I also get very philosophical or very technical, especially if I'm like tonight where I have not indulged in certain things. I'll let you piece together those dots.
0: Is it bad that my mind is going in two separate but equally distinctive directions and both of them can
1: fit the bill here? Well, I mean, if you let me know in the private chat where your head is at, and I'll tell you which one, then you might be right. Both. I will, The latter first. Or no, the former more
0: so than the latter.
1: But... I, I, again, yeah.
0: two equally but distant, you know, paths. And of course, I'm right on both. Yes,
1: yes, you like are. I know you too well. Well, I mean, look at how long we've known each other.
0: And this cryptic part of the uh, league to the backs or whatever, whatever segment <laughs> is sponsored by nobody. <laughs> Although we would like to be sponsored by somebody. So please send your sponsorship inquiries to at the adhesion on Twitter. As we approach the two hour mark here on League to the Backs or whatever, as we catch you up on the last two and a half, three weeks, give or take, of league action, professional league action across the world, especially here in North America. You are listening or watching or both. Uh, League to the Max or whatever here, live on the W2M Network, live on Twitcher and uh, Facebook. That's all we got tonight, right? Correct. Uh, Twitch, W2M Network, and uh, or sorry, Twitter, W2M Network, uh, and Facebook, W2Mnet.com. Uh, you can also find us on your preferred podcast platform of choice. Uh, yeah. to search for w2m network
1: w2m network or league to the max if you name it we're most likely on it and if we're not definitely let us know and if you're going to let us know please do so in the form of sending that and any other hate mail to mr hate mail himself at s.garmer at gmail.com shout out to you once again marty bass
0: I set you up, you took the pitch, and you knocked the home run right out of a park. Well, well, well what can I say? You had one right in the wheelhouse. Now, is that the hell of a way to set up an hour law or uh, an hour station identification or what?
1: I mean, this is how, when the two of us are at work, we do these sorts of things. We just start, you give us a primer, we'll work with the rest. And it'll be fucking golden.
0: But I, for one, I want to see Doublelift come back to professional play. To, to go back to what we we're talking about, though. But again, as I said, as I've said before, I am definite. I am a Doublelift fan. Doublelift has inspired me to play AD Carry. Um, him and Sneaky are honestly like it's him, Sneaky, and Faker. I think are my top three professional players of all time um I, I I don't think sneaky's ever gonna come back. I think he's had the opportunity and he's just done um which I kind of don't blame him um his departure from Cloud 9 was uh, questionable at best and just downright atrocious at worst. um I think he's burned out on professional League of Legends, which is entirely understandable um double lift i think like he said i think he still got it in him um he just needs to to deatrophy the muscles as you put it exactly um is uh, it, it does double lift have the capability to come back to what other fans might call everyone else's trash level of play absolutely fucking Is it going to take time for him to get there? Yes. but the other the other issue that you have to look at as well is double if needs a good 80 carry to pair with or a good support to pair with. Mm-hmm. If you give him a shitty support, then you are going to not get the best performance out of him. We have seen him with bad supports he can only carry so far. Which is why I say you've got to pair him with the good support that he knows how to play with, which leaves me back to the whole FlyQuest conversation we had a few moments ago. If FlyQuest gets the opportunity, they should take him. And it's actually in a convenient place because
1: with FlyQuest, going back to the standings for the Spring Split, nine and nine with the tiebreaker they finished fifth okay then as you go naturally into the playoffs that' started yet but they're in a decent position in the losers bracket are you expecting him to go ahead and lift you from fifth to first no but Could you say from fifth up to fourth or maybe even third? Yes, that's a very doable. And then look at what you can do from third place in the summer split going into the summer playoffs. And from there, all bets are off for the rest of the
0: season. I guarantee you right now. I'm going to call it right now, just like I called it back in December. When we talked about double lift returning. If Double Lift comes back and gets on FlyQuest, right? Mm-hmm. FlyQuest will go third in the regular season. They'll go to summer playoffs and they will qualify, whether it's through direct qualification or play-ins. But 100% double lift gets them to worlds. Guaranteed. Double lift wants to be back on that world stage. I can feel it. And he will fucking do anything necessary that he has to do to get him there. And he's fully capable of doing it. That's the scary part. I mean. And again, you can mark my words like we've like I've said so many other times on this podcast and not a single one yet has come to bite me back in the ass yet. So (laughs) emphasis on yet. Heavy emphasis on
1: the yet. I mean,
0: stranger things, stranger things, stranger things have happened in the LCS and in this tournament, even though we're not in a tournament right now. And especially with the fact that summer
1: operates a little bit differently, with you know, top eight instead of top six that's another thing to look out for so
0: well the other thing is is teams take summer more seriously because it is what qualifies you to worlds yeah so we have a couple last pieces of uh Possibly lighter-hearted news, depending on how you want to put it. Um, but before we get to that, we're talking about players who are possibly who can possibly return in the summer, right? Hmm. We have some interesting names, uh, thanks to Upcomer, um, of players who could return in the summer split, both in the LEC and LCS. Okay. We have Nisky. Um, Niski has been riding the bench for Fnatic for a while now. Um, we could see him come back and play either in Fnatic or elsewhere. Um, he is one of the best-performing players. Uh, I mean, he went to Worlds with Fnatic, after all. Mm-hmm. Um, some teams are, are apparently already expressing interest in him for Summer. Uh, and he did hit rank 1 in solo queue earlier this year, and he's still top 10. And if somebody buys him out from Fnatic, he'll shine. Um, Similar to Niski. Jensen faced an unfortunate offseason following his run at at Worlds. Um, obviously, Team Liquid dropped him in favor of Bergson, uh, which left Jensen at the wayside and nobody picked him up, which I still think is the like most criminally idiotic move I saw in the offseason. Um, especially given the lack of impressiveness, I guess you could say from mid lane as a position throughout all LCS teams, this split, nobody looked like a rock star, especially from a position that is designed for you to look like a rock star. That's not good. No, it's not. Like, not even Bergson really looked that great. To be honest with you, like Bergson didn't stand out on Liquid, and nobody is standing out as a mid laner on any team in the org in in the LCS right now. With that said, Jensen being a top three mid laner in North America definitely i think has an opportunity here to get picked up by a team in the summer offseason um he also got his residency status this year as well so he's no longer an import he got the core jj treatment
1: ooh, ooh, ooh.
0: He's been here long enough. He's got his green card. He's now considered a resident, so he's not taking up an import slot. If I'm an organization in the LCS right now, especially one of these lower performing ones, I've got my coaches or my my scouts or whoever reaching out to Jensen or his agent. Saying, hey, we know you're a free agent. We know you have no buyout. How much to come play summer with us? And uh, to, to do it again. But wait, there's more. <laughs> um, to pull a Family Feud reference, we'll double the points. If he ends up on the same team as Double Lift. The two have played together in the past, if I remember correctly. I could be misremembering here. Um actually, no, yeah, they played together in the past because double he was still on Jensen was still on liquid when uh double lift was there. Um And yeah, no, I, I, it's, that's an unstoppable duo. I think sounds like it is to me. <sighs> um, excuse me. Um, speaking of mid laners, um, Jizuke, uh, from evil geniuses, uh, got released, uh, after playing there for two years um the problem is is there's better options than Jazuke, right there's a mm-hmm. lot of mid laners needing a team um you got niski who could come over to the lcs could stay in the lec um you got jensen who i think is the number one like if we're talking nfl you want to talk about like number one free agents This Jensen is definitely the number one free agent in the league right now. Like hands down. I don't think there's anybody on that level that can compare. Maybe number two is double lift, especially now that he's announced that he is willing to come back to professional play. I don't think because of, of double lifts, rust if you will that he is number one on contention right or in right. Or even, like in contention for that number one spot but i could definitely see him as a strong number two um if if Nisky were to say that he was willing to like outright explicitly say that he was willing to come back to the lcs um then i could see that i could see him either number one or number two but yeah no by far and wide, Jensen is definitely the number one free agent in the LCS right now, especially the number one the number one free agent at mid lane. Which, again, having seen the games this split, some of these teams really need to consider or reconsider their mid laners. some teams took some chances and didn't happen um we also have Ignar that was on evil geniuses um he also played in the LEC and went to worlds with Misfits in 2017 um He's a free agent. He's up there. Um, There's not very many support players on the market, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, And if a team decides they want to play, you know, they want to get rid of their current support, look for a better option, we could definitely see Ignar coming back to top-level competition. Ignar is definitely a good, solid support option. So... That's what we got as far as free agents and possible summer split moves. Um, speaking of player moves, uh, we'll talk about player personnel moves here. Uh, we mentioned the Asian Games earlier. Um, and KESPA, the Korean Esports Association, uh, has appointed KOMA, As the head coach of South Koreans' League of Legends team for the 2022 Asian Games in Zhangzhou, pretty sure I'm pronouncing that incorrectly, but I'm like half—I'm like 50% sure I pronounced that right. I'm going to double check because I'm Uh, pretty sure that in 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 Korean, the H is pronounced like a J.
1: Yes, so you have. Hangzhou, Zhejiang province in China. Yeah. Hmm.
0: See, I was close. You were. Uh, but yes, Kolma has been uh, named to lead the country's League of Legends team. Um, he was chosen as the result of a, quote, open recruitment process. Uh, that started in Jan- last January um, and included an official interview with a dedicated committee of KESPA. Uh, KOMA and the KESPA committee will select the six players that will form the league roster ahead of the tournament. The selection phase begins this month, and the players will likely re- be revealed before June, since that's when the regional qualifier begins in Zhangzhou. Uh,
1: I I was just looking up the schedule for these particular games. Um,
0: South Koreans teams in the Asian games will get support from the Korean Institute of Sports Science, which will tailor a dedicated training program focusing on mental and physical strength Uh, And South Korea will be represented in the 2022 Asian Games by five teams for five different games. League, FIFA 2022, Hearthstone, PUBG Mobile, and Street Fighter V. Uh, The country has decided to not send players to to compete in Arena of Valor, Dota 2, and Dream of Three Kingdoms 2. I can't say I've heard of that one. Uh, Due to a lack of a stable player base in the country.
1: Um, You can see
0: why. I didn't know with PUBG Mobile, they have a specific version just for the Asian games. I'm kind of shocked at that statement applying to Dota 2, however. No, it's
1: just PUBG Mobile and Arena of Valor. No, no,
0: no, them saying that that Dota 2 does not have a stable player base in Korea. Well,
1: I mean, if you think
0: about
1: it, even though you have Dota and Dota 2 as more of your predecessors of League of Legends. If you think about it in the Korean esports community, it was really League of Legends that put it on the map, even more so than the likes of your FIFA. (gasps) So, to me, that in particular isn't
0: a surprise.
1: Why the fuck do you keep setting me up for all kinds of historical references tonight?
0: (laughs) Because I play to your strengths and I know what you're good at? Question mark. Okay, fair,
1: but still. <laughs>
0: uh, meanwhile, Coma is, of course, managing uh, Damwon Kia, uh, who did not do so hot, um, who uh, will have... Uh, yeah, so he's done, actually, because they did rap. Um as I'm reading the rest of this article here from Dot .esports, because, uh, again, I'm hellaciously behind on the news. Um, so since he's not going to, uh, if I'm correct, I don't believe Damwon is going to MSI. Um, I know MSI's thing is weird. I'm sure we'll know like all the teams that get qualified in um, cause I think Korea gets to, but I don't believe Damon Kia didn't come in second. It was Gen G. So yeah, no Damon Kia ain't going to MSI. Yeah. They finished
1: third in the regular yeah. season and got knocked out in the semifinals.
0: Yeah. Uh, so he's got through like June, July to, you know, work on this whole Asian games team um so i wish him the best of luck with that and i wish south korea the best of luck in that uh let's go coma fighting well i mean honestly
1: if you think about it this is a very unique opportunity because even though esports has been prevalent in both the asian games the association of southeast asian nations for the asian games proper after being a demonstration sport all this time this is the first time that these games are going to be metal events Keep that in mind, especially with strategy going forward. I see that smirk on your fucking face, okay? I
0: don't like it. I see it. (laughs) Because you know the conversation that's eventually going to have to come up after these games conclude. Yeah. And that's all I'm saying about that. Yep. Um, so there's that, um, so we had a few patches, um, while we've been gone, we try to cover some patch notes here. Um, we went AFK just like Riot went AFK for two weeks, uh, just not in the same two week time span. Uh, but in the 12.6 changes for League of Legends, um, we had some very big changes, uh, that were oddly not announced in the patch notes. Um, the Nexus used to sit at 5,500 health, right? hmm It also regained 10 health per second if left undamaged. In patch twelve point six, the name the the Nexus has been nerfed to three thousand ten health and no longer regenerates health. Oh, that's not good as good. Um Now, it seems like major news. It's very possible that this was a mistaken change and unintended, and there will be a hot fix soon, possibly in the next patch, um, or next couple of patches. So we will have to keep an eye on the patch notes on that one. Um, But it's a huge adjustment that can affect the game, uh, both in solo queue and competitive because you now have to think about how you're strategizing and drafting even further, because you could just play strong split pushes and continuously threaten to take uh, base objectives uh, and inhibitors because they, don't, they just don't heal, right? They don't heal, and they're easier to split down. Um, so split push sieging comps got a pretty significant shadow buff here. Uh, again, this could be a bug and unintended behavior, and we may see it reverted on the next patch, but for right now, Hey, you, uh, if you mean a split pushing champion, go nuts. Um, in other news, um, right games announced a couple of weeks ago, actually, um, right before we went on hiatus. Um, they have announced an equity investment into the animation studio behind League of Legends, Netflix-inspired anime show Arcane. Uh, they, which is uh, Fortiche Productions, um, the Riot now owns a quote significant non-controlling stake uh, in an investment that closed in early 2022. Uh, as a result. Uh, Brian Wright, the chief content officer at Riot, and Brendan Mulligan, the director of corporate development at Riot, will join Fortiche Productions' board of directors, according to Riot's press release. Um. The various collaborations with Riot Games and especially Arcane have made Fortiche Production a new major player on the international animation scene, said Pascal Chereau, Jerome Colm, and Arnold Arnold Delord, co-founders of Fortiche. Riot Games, by trusting us, have given us the means to achieve our common ambitions and has shown that it is possible to offer new content that can reach a large audience. Uh, and this is a production studio that has actually been working with Riot since uh, almost its infancy, since 2013, way well before Arcane was even a thought of going into production. Um, they have credits on the music Warriors Get Jinxed, Warriors, and Rise, amongst others. Um, excuse me. Um, the animation studio will remain independent in terms of operations and control from riot aside from the two new board members. So it's not like riot is buying them and absorbing them into its conglomerate. They're going to let them continue to work independently on not just riot only stuff. Um, However, a statement from CEO of riot, Niccolo Laurent Uh, states Fortiche has been an integral part for a long time, but this agreement ensures that we'll be working closely for decades to come. We hold a high bar for everyone we work with and insist they understand players deeply and focus on them relentlessly. And Fortiche from day one has exemplified player experience first. Um, They both announced already that a second season of Arcane is on the way, along with other yet to be announced projects. Um and Arcane won nine, yes nine Annie Awards, which is a part of the International Animated Film Association that gives out awards to recognize excellence in animation shown in cinema and television. Uh, and was the number one global viewership leader on Netflix for the no- for the month of November. It was the show that dethroned Squid Games. Game, singular, but I
1: get it. Did I say game? Ah, whatever. You said games, plural.
0: Uh, you know what I bet. That's why I corrected you. Um. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, expect more badass animation out of Riot. Is basically what that equates to, which I'm happy. Arcane was fucking amazing. Uh, I am sad that I still have to wait until next year.
1: You're acting as if I hadn't had to do that before.
0: Next year, Riot. For more Arcane. Again! Again!
1: Uh, For those of you who watched Mad Men back in the day, especially with the final season that they split in half and aired a year apart, I've been there. Not to mention how many times and how long I've had to wait for fucking Westworld.
0: Um, yeah, I I I can't wait for it to come back. Plain and simple. Um, In more culturally relevant information, even though the fad is now dead, long live the fad. Um, Do you remember Wardle? Wardle, yes. Not the same
1: since they got bought by the New York Times.
0: Yeah, no, that's definitely gone downhill. Um, Well, guess what? Uh, Somebody in the League of Legends community created Yordle yes that's correct yordle because it's based on yordles in league of legends um which is a word guessing game that requires players to correctly identify a champion name in six tries or less um they also added a bonus round with spell names and ability names um but yeah, instead of any old word, play players are tasked with guessing a league's champion name, a league champions name, not league's champion name. Uh, and unlike Wardle, Yordle does not limit its word options to five letters. Yesterday's uh, Yordle was only four, while today's challenge is a five-letter name. Um, so, yeah. Uh, and we'll have the uh, we'll have the, the the link to that in the description of the video in case you would like to try it out yourself. Um, in fact, I'm playing today's right now and I'm going to see if I can get it. And I got it on the second try. I'm not going to spoil it for you. So, yeah. Um, as soon as my uh, wonderful, illustrious producer gets back, uh, as I ha- did hear him in the background, uh, have to step away for a moment to attend to a personal matter. Um, that's all we got this week.
1: Okay, so I came back right in and wrap things up.
0: Yes, um, as I said before, because I think you had already stepped away, uh, we have the link to the Yordle uh, in the description, or in the chat there, so you can put it in the description. Uh, I was able to get today's Yordle in two tries. Nice! Not surprised, knowing you. Um, the four-letter champion name... Um, I got one of the letters on the first guess and that pretty much led me to the second guess really easy. So
1: at least you don't try some of the different math and numerical based ones like
0: I have. I think this is the first one of these I've ever done. Actually, no, I take that back. I tried Wordle once and I was like, nope. Dot
1: AVI. I actually had some decent success at Wordle. I just didn't give enough of a shit to try it every single day. And the link will officially be in the description when this is posted.
0: Now, why do you have that look on your face? Um... Something came across my desk, so to speak. I see. Um...
1: See, this is the kind of weird look that you give because it's like, okay, it's intriguing. You can't necessarily share, but it's more of like a what the fuck really kind of a face.
0: Yeah, kind of, sort of, yeah. I'll explain off air. But anyways, this has been League to the Backs or whatever, a presentation of the W2M Network um, live on Twitch and Twitter. Actually, no, we don't Twitter. have Twitch. Facebook and Twitter, Debbie Mark Rallish. Um, You want to take us home?
1: Well, for those of you who are somehow brave, this or insert other adjective here, to watch us on Facebook at facebook.com slash W2M Network or twitter.com slash W2M Network, we appreciate you. When we are not intervened by one Mark Radlitz, we're live on Twitch at twitch.tv slash w2mnet. And if I'm usually in of a right mood, as I probably will be tonight, especially since I got double duty, these will be uploaded and put into the archives on YouTube, youtube.com slash w2mnetwork. Thankfully, we won't have to worry about certain things this episode, so we're off to a hot start there. However, if you prefer to get your more enhanced slurping sounds when you take your par- podcast orally, do not fret whatsoever. Pepsi As you- for podcast. As you get to enjoy that shameless plug of Diet Cherry Pepsi on Stitcher, Spreaker, Podbean, CastBox, Overcast, you can rate and review us five stars on Spotify, Google Pods, Apple Pods, iHeartRadio, you name it, we're practically on it. And if not, send your hate mail to s.garmer at gmail.com. He may not fix it, but we will. Again, it's opening day. I'm like, oh, it's, it's 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 going, 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 gets out of here. Damn it. I don't want to quote any Yankees power hitters when I make this analogy. So as a race fan, I'm just going to stop there. I'll see you all as we'll discuss opening day on the Rodgers Watkins Sports Report. Sports at black and white. On Thursday, when we were sorry, returned. I didn't
0: expect, I didn't realize you were actually expecting me to say it this time. Well, uh, again, I set you up. It's the synergy,
1: it's the wavelength. <laughs> it is we the will, wavelength. We will be discussing opening day. We may have the stream of consciousness depending on what games are on, and naturally, we are going to discuss the remainder of the action from the final four, where a certain someone, Harry Broadhurst, and his team. I already got the message. Rock chalk jayhawk. They are your national champions. We'll be going over that more in depth as well.
0: So so what you're telling me is Harry Broadhurst will definitely be heard that night.
1: Yes. Heard and seen. It's kind of his thing. As well as were some of my other shows, because um Needless to say, Lilags isn't the only show that's potentially going to have a very significant
0: news desk. Oh, boy.
1: Um. Yeah, we
0: definitely have. Uh, I'm glad we're covering. Uh, what the hell are we covering tomorrow? Let's make a deal. Is it let's make a deal?
1: No, it's card sharks. No
0: it's card which is actually
1: more relevant all
0: things considered (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, yeah that's 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 irony for you um yeah no we're thank god we're covering an easy show a light show tomorrow uh, because yeah we got a bit we got a bit of a news desk um we we got the uh, we got the list of ABC summer fun and games renewals and cancellations. Um, there's some Wheel of Fortune news uh, that's been I, making the rounds. There's Jeopardy I, news.
1: Hi, Harry. Oh, wait, is it the same Jeopardy
0: news that I heard? Um, I I probably yeah. Um, the same Jeopardy news that's been going around about a big Jeopardy. History-making moment. If that I, if that makes any sense, I believe so. Yes. Uh, so we'll be we'll be taking a few moments to talk about that, uh, and then we also have to talk about. Um.
1: Oh. So yeah, we're gonna have twice as
0: much news. Yeah, apparently we've got. A, <laughs> <laughs> oh God, we got a large news. Because I just, I, that's that when you posted in the chat there, that's news to me. Yeah, so, apparently um, I
1: just broke some news to the rest. Of
0: I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to Google that tonight. Yeah. Um, so I could be caught up on it to cover it tomorrow. I'm glad you told me. <laughs> I that's what I thought. I, you're welcome. No, I was yeah. thinking about the other. I was thinking about the thing I posted. Oh yeah, that's why I was like, oh that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Um, and then we have me talking about the prices. My Prices Right live experience and some more detail than we did on Point of Viewer game show podcast. Talk about the game show appearance. You know, naturally,
1: naturally.
0: Um, so yeah, no, tomorrow is definitely, uh, things will be back to normal on life is like a game show. We will not be incessantly talking out of our ass about the price is right for four hours and 38 minutes. We just went through a very long slog of a test match. So we're going to give you a break. Yeah, the only prices right you'll be hearing about is maybe 15 to 20 minutes of me talking about the prices right live, and that's it. Actually, no, sorry, we got to cover the prices right. Uh, we got we have two things about prices right to cover there's actual prices right news ish. We never said 90 minutes, Harry. Yeah, I never promised 90 minutes on this podcast.
1: Oh, dear God. Oh, I am not looking forward to that. Yeah,
0: there will be soapbox moments tomorrow, folks. All right. So I'll know to prepare accordingly. Um, But yeah, that's it. We're done. Uh, Join us tomorrow. Uh, I'm at the Andesian on Twitter. Um, You can also find me on the network discord link in the description. Um, Come hang out and say hi Um, again tomorrow. And again, um, we never promised 90 minutes
1: for lilacs either.
0: Harry, if you know how much fucking news, de- t- tomorrow's news desk segment might be an hour. There is that much news that just yes. happened to drop conveniently in the past week. It's, it's almost like the universe is like, okay, you guys are doing the prices Right show. We're not going to give you any news or anything. So you have to turn a four and a half hour show into a five and a quarter hour show. Thus breaking the network land
1: speed record. The universe is like, oh, no, you're not going to do that. We've seen what
0: happens with that. Hmm. Um, so, yeah, all of the all of the important pertinent news is, has broke this week. Uh, and we get to talk about all of it tomorrow. Uh, so so, so, so uh, uh, allow me to do my best uh, be here. Harry Broadhurst will not be seen tonight. We now bring you this W2Web Network feature presentation going live to Harry Broadhurst. <laughs> uh anyways join us tomorrow night life is like a game show uh we have all wonderful other sorts of shows like eric said he is on the uh, broadhurst walk-in sports report sports in black and white Uh, available thursday nights on the network uh point of viewer sunday nights here on the network you catch myself uh, uh eric here Uh, This week, we should have Harry and Rancid Randy back for a continuation Uh of the brackets, correct? Correct. Um, So for those of you who are watching the greatest sports movie of all time bracket, that'll be back this Sunday. Um, And as always, uh, League to the Max is back here on Monday nights, at least for uh, the remainder of playoffs, which should be another week or two here. Uh, for most uh for the rest of the remaining regions. Yeah. Uh, we all, may all of the, t- the playoffs
1: m- will wrap up the week after Easter. So that's what three weeks from now? Thereabouts. Um, if we're talking like from today, two and a half weeks, because we're going up to the 24th.
0: Okay. So we'll probably take like the first week of may off okay um to prepare for msi since we'll be doing a lot of coverage on msi um which if i remember correctly msi starts it's like the 10th or the 11th something like that i believe the 10th yeah um so yeah we'll probably take that first week of may off uh, to get ready for MSI coverage, um. But yes, League to the Max is back. Uh, it's playoffs uh, mode here, uh. So we'll be continuing to bring you the uh, latest news on playoffs, player movements, player personnel movements, uh, mysterious fraud and embezzlement scandals, players coming out of retirement. You know, the whole nine yards. It's a typical week in the league, right? Um. <laughs> But anyways, for now, for myself, Brian, the Andesia Espinosa and my wonderful, uh, illustrious, uh, disembodied producer, Dr. Manhattan over there. (laughs) Um, Thank you for tuning in. We will see you tomorrow night for Life is Like a Game Show here on the W2M Network. Good night.